Hey, have you heard about popcultureclassroom.org? Pop Culture Classroom inspires a love of learning, increases literacy, celebrates diversity, and builds community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. That sounds awesome. Pop Culture Classroom envisions individuals transformed by the educational power of pop culture who create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities, and they bring us Denver Pop Culture Comic Con. So... That's why you get these panels, these guests, these interviews, all of this programming that we offer through the BAC network. Other things that Pop Culture Classroom gives a shit about, quality service to kids and communities, respect, inclusiveness, and diversity, equality of opportunity, alternative approaches to education, recognizing each person's intrinsic dignity and importance, that's always good, and open communication, responsibility, and honesty. Does it sound like I'm reading that off their website? It's because I am. I want to get it right, because they deserve to get it right, and they deserve to have you go to their webpage, popcultureclassroom.org, and donate so that they can keep on trucking with their awesome mission to change the world through pop culture and literacy and education and etc. It is my honor to introduce Mr. Dan Folger to everybody. <laughs> that was a fast, uh, fast introduction. I was like sitting down, he's like, oh, he's gonna go, oh, shit. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I just got off the plane. <laughs> no, that's hysterical. I just bought this at the, at the airport. That's so funny. No, I got, um, if, when people ask questions, I have uh, gifts for them. So, so, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are, are you, you waiting? waiting for me to sit? I'm waiting for you to sit. You're the, you're the guest. Oh, that's nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> really heavy. <laughs> Thanks, brother. You got it. Thanks for being here. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I like it here. So excited. You uh, yes, perfect. I come from the theater, so now it's perfectly feng shui. <laughs> That's a good tattoo. Man. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's Green Goblin and Gwen Stacy. Then I got Spider-Man here, and I have Mysterio on the back. Well, what are the freaking I know, but I, I like cried when I saw your shirt, and I'm like, yeah. this guy couldn't be any cooler. That's crazy, that's like... Well, this is my favorite. This is the Todd McFarlane, that cover that everyone bought a million of. <laughs> when it came out. They did like silver and gold. And oh yeah. Shiny and not I shiny. Like five of them. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, know, you gotta be, right? I have the shirt. <laughs> the shirt of the event. So, um, yeah, um, I enjoy, I'm a fanboy, I, you know. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> it's like you're in a perfect movie. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So I always like to ask the question, what got you into acting? Because your filmography is so diverse, and uh, you seem like you like to do a lot of different things. So how did you get into this profession? Hydrated. Everyone keeps saying, stay hydrated. Hydrated? It's very nice. Uh, 
um, it's so funny because I was thinking about this on the way here and how this, the synchronicities of it and how everything is like kind of full circle. It's weird, man. Um, but when I was like a little toddler, my parents, you know, sat me in front of the, the TV and I watched Looney Tunes. And, uh, and I was, and I, I couldn't sleep on the plane on the way here. And uh, so I was, just, I was like, just flipping through channels and I was all grumpy. And then Looney Tunes, they had just straight Looney Tunes playing. I was like, I just suddenly smile on my face. So um, just a combination of Chuck Jones and Mel Blanc. As a kid, that was such a huge impression to me because Mel Blanc did all the voices. So right away, that was like, oh my gosh, I'd like to do a lot of voices. I'd like to do a lot of characters. So like the seeds started percolating then. And then Chuck Jones was such an incredible art director. Just the, oh my God, there were just so many great cartoons that they came up with. Kill the Wabbit, you know, like so many like, Just that is brilliant, man. Oh, totally. And it's opera. So you like, like educational. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but Chuck Jones was such a great man. They, the expressions and everything. So I just learned straight from just absorbed all that. That's, that's awesome. how that's done. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And you, but you also not only act, you also direct. Is there uh, a preference you prefer? Do you prefer being behind or in front of a camera? Oh yeah. <clears throat> I only directed out of necessity when <laughs> I was like. There's not a lot of work going on right now. I better, I better make something to put myself in. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was, that was, but I loved it. I loved directing. I love, I love getting my friends together and doing something for the love of the game. And you know, and I always have a smile on my face. Like it feels like summer camp or something. You know, always in the middle of it. You know, that's, I've only directed a couple times. Um, but it's always been like a really nice experience and then it gave me I, I like acting like I like just going in and focusing on just oh I just get to act and I I get to go home at the end of the day and <laughs> because the director man they have to birth this journey this thing that ever this you know art piece that everyone's making um, and there the director is with with the piece you know, months before you even start shooting, and then it's just constantly on with everybody. It's exhausting, oh my God. It gave me such an appreciation for the director who's steering everything. And then the, then the director like says goodbye to everybody. That's the summer camp part. He's just like, bye everyone. And then he's like in the editing room, you know, alone with the editor. Everyone's gone, it's the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, then they have to, they have to, put the whole puzzle together. I mean, it's like, my God, what a daunting task to be the director, so, yeah. If you ever find, if you're an actor, uh, just, you know, just to, if you have a director that's able to stay calm <laughs> during the course of the, the filming, that is a good director. And now you're part of two huge franchises. You're in Fantastic Beasts, It's some small movie. I'm glad it's picking, catching uh, fire. And also The Walking Dead. Yeah. Two totally different things. Yeah, man. How, how did you score those? Well, the first one... <laughs> I, had to, I had to wish upon a star. 
And then I had to like go through the bill of auditions and so the first one helped me get the second one basically. So I, I got Fantastic Beasts and then I reached out to a bunch of different I had my I had my peeps, my representation. Uh, you know, reach out to all different um, shows. Just, I mean we're in the golden age of television right now, so I just like I was like thank you. So, uh, so I thought like, man, there's gotta be something out there that I can do like a, a, a short arc on that's totally, you know, darker and another uh, side, another shade that people haven't seen, you know. Um, so then, so they reached out to The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead was like, yeah, we'd love to have him. Uh, we have this part, we'd like him to play. So Angela, who is the, 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 you know, the head writer on the show now, she called me up and we talked about it. And I'm, uh, I love The Walking Dead. Like I've been reading it from the beginning. So just to be playing uh, a character that exists in the comic books for me is, for the, the, the fanboy in my soul, uh, a very happy man. Very happy to be part of this whole thing. Awesome, I think we have uh, mics around here somewhere. If people have gas, uh, gas, questions. What did you say, if people have gas? <laughs> If people have gas, we'd like you to fart as loud as you can into the back of the My goal is not to say something stupid in that way bye by a long time ago. Holy <laughs> shit. You know, I'm gonna jump oh, down. Oh, am I picking people? No, no, they're picking themselves. Can I but someone should throw her a mic. I'm gonna jump down right here, is that okay? Sorry. You're good. go out the window when they were being and they, they mean to say something nice but they say something like that's like the soul tearing you know uh, um, yeah so this is my story with that and you get a comic book because you asked a good question uh, okay so Bill Murray Bill Murray was my uh, so Bill Murray is like a hundred feet tall okay <laughs> at least that's how I remember it <laughs> And uh, so I met him when I was right out of college. Here you go. You're welcome. And then, like, if you get a comic book, um, come find me at the table later, and I'll sign it for you. All right. Um, so I'm right out of college, and my buddy worked at this place called I think I don't know if it still exists called Sound One, which was like this classic editing studio and um, ADR uh, studio in New York. And he did. He worked there as an assistant, as an editor all the time. And um, and whenever there was someone cool in the building, like Scorsese was there, like I would like, I would like be able to sit in and watch like Scorsese cut something, but like from like <laughs> like an observer from like you know like a window. Like it was just so cool to be around people like that. So he calls me up and he's like, "Dude, you got to get to the studio. Your hero's here." And I go, what? What are you talking about? He goes, Bill Murray's here. And I was just like, holy shit. So I just start 
So I just, I run, I run uptown and I get there and long story short, he's doing the voiceover for Garfield. Okay? So I get there. What is it? I did right, yeah. Right, exactly. But we don't know because it's at the, the very beginning of it. He's doing the voiceover. But he certainly knew. So uh, I got there and he's coming out on the break. So he walks out and I see him and right away I have to hold on to the banister. I'm like, what's wrong? Where did my bones go? I'm just like, why can't I? You know, you get, you get weird. You get your, your adrenaline all this gets weird. Um, so he looks down at me, my buddy Mike goes, hey, uh, Bill, I wanted to, my buddy Dan wanted to meet you. And he goes, uh, he, he reaches down, he grabs my hand and he says, uh, he goes, hey, I'm Bill. And I'm just like, I know. Right, he's just like, oh, okay. Right, and I, like, I, can't, I was like, say something, say something to him. And I was just all, the only thing I could freaking think to say was, dude, you've come full circle, okay? <laughs> and he was just all, yeah, why is that? Right, I said the worst freaking thing possible. So he goes, he goes, yeah, why is that? Because <laughs> he's been in there all day watching this thing going, what am I doing? And, uh, I go, well, I used to watch. I love Ghostbusters. Peter Vanko's my favorite character. I used to watch the Ghostbusters cartoon, and the guy that did Peter Vankman was the guy who did Garfield's voice! Right? And I was like, now you're doing Garfield's <laughs> And he was just all, yeah. Great observation. And he just goes away, and he goes away. And I was just like, I'm an idiot! But uh, that was my, that's my story. Yes. Very good question. Good question. Who's next? Now I will talk like Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Dinklage. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Dinklage is more like from the, from Avengers. He's... <laughs> I'm the giantest dwarf in the world. Uh, where are we? Who the hell is over here? Um, in the Goldbergs. Yes. What was it like to drive the DeLorean? Ah! Oh, that was awesome! <laughs> and Christopher Lloyd's here, man. Uh, that's another one. That's another one. I've seen him at a couple times and I'm just like, ah! I can't talk to him because. I can't do impression of him, so it's like I, I, <laughs> the people you do impressions of, you should never do the impressions for them. Never. Do. Um, it was so cool, but it was really hard to drive that thing, man. It was really hard because you have to. <laughs> they give me these cars like that, and the, I drove the kit car. You know, kit. That was cool. Both of those cars, you got to drive like this with your feet <laughs> underneath. Basically, like, <laughs> you know, and I was, uh, I was, I, I lost like 70 pounds, okay? So the last time I was in that DeLorean, I couldn't turn, man. I was like, it was crazy. It was all in my belly. And, but it was really cool. It was really cool. Uh, yeah. You get a, how old are you? What is it? 10. Okay. So you get something specialer. 
Do you guys have 40X uh, or ScreenX movies around here? Yeah, you do. Look them up. Um, so they're my, they're my sponsor for my podcast, the Dan Fogler 40 Experience, which you should not listen to. But, uh, but you should go see a 40X movie and take your dad and your mom. Hey. So you've done a lot of Broadway stuff. Um, I wanted to know what your favorite Broadway play is, whether you were in it or just in general. Wow. Well, I did the one Broadway uh, show, which was uh, Spelling Bee, which was like that was my yeah. Thank you. Man. That was my that was my big break. That helped me kick the door down. Um, my favorite, Guys and Dolls. When I was a kid, my, um, my, my mom, my parents loved theater. They loved taking me and my brother to theater all the time. And uh, so she would take the, it was really cool, because she, she would take these like group trips. So she'd buy like, like a bunch of rows. So like your whole, your whole family would be watching, like the whole audience here. Uh, it was really cool. So I went to see Guys and Dolls when Nathan Lane was in it, playing uh, Nathan Detroit. And that's a part that I've always wanted to play, and freaking Nathan Detroit, Nathan Lane, man, and his prime. So this is the first time I've ever seen this happen. And I saw the show five times, okay? They did, uh, you know they do this number in the show, Sue me, sue me, what can you do me? I love you. And she like beats the crap out of him. Uh, they did that number, and in the middle of it, they got a standing ovation. Every single time I saw the show, they got a standing ovation in the middle of the song. Uh, I've never seen that before, or since. So that was an incredible experience. You want a comic book? Sure. Okay. You're welcome. Are we just going back and forth like this? Or is in the middle? So speaking of fanboys, with the plethora of Star Wars movies that have come out, yeah. what do you think might be the opportunity we'll get to see you reprise Hutch? I uh, know, man. Uh, actually, it's really, really good. Um, but I'm gonna just be like really ominous about that. We have been uh, we have been talking about doing a sequel or a TV show or something. We're on it, man. Because there's, we'd be crazy not to do a sequel because there's so much Star Wars out right now. It's just never ending. So we're on it. Yeah. There's there's a there's a replica Bucephalus van out front. I'm gonna take a picture in front of later, which I'm excited about. Um, so yeah. Uh, you want a comic book? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why I keep closing it like they're gonna run away. Can you catch? <laughs> yeah, you wanna run away? Go for it. Oh, now that it's just me and you guys. 
Is anybody hurting inside? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone is in this terrible <laughs> I'm hurting inside, that's why I said that's why. Uh, be... <laughs> Next question. Hi, um, thanks for coming to Denver. Of course. Um, so, I was nervous suddenly. <laughs> You're nervous? A little bit. <laughs> um, so... so far away from each other. <laughs> It's like I'm a shark or something. I'm not going to eat anything. I was thinking of your character in Fantastic Beasts and how he's very prim and proper and very anxious and you are very laid back and very genuine and very um, mm. upfront. And I'm wondering, those two things seem very opposite. I'm wondering how you relate to him. Uh, how I relate to him. It was really easy to look at. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was, um, so when I, when I read the script, I was like, oh my god, this guy is like an ancestor, because, um, because he was from New York, and so I was like, okay, I just know how he talks already, and, and my great-grandfather was a baker, and, uh, on, probably really close to where they had me, I don't, like, near Orchard Street, where Kowalski's bakery was. It was really a lot of like planets lined up. So that's the other synchronicity. So I went from watching Looney Tunes, right? Which is which is Warner Brothers, who basically taught me how to act. And now here I am acting for Warner Brothers. What is this thing? so I don't know, I I I I I looked at that character and I was like, I'm playing like an uncle, like a great uncle or something. So it was, it felt like family. Can I Yes, please. Okay. Uh, here you go. Enjoy. You're welcome. Yeah. The bakery scene. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Fantastic Beast uh, shaped pastry? Yeah. <laughs> uh, those nifflers looked very like scony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like put some clotted cream on that sucker. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. The erupting just looked like a big hunk of bread with a horn on it, you know? Uh, those Demi guys were pretty good. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually eat anything. Because they were covered in, sh like, shellac, you know? You had, to, you had to film that stuff all day long, you know? But it looked cool. It looked very cool. Um, so the Niffler. Yes. Someone should really... I, I think they're gonna start... Um, like at like studio tours and stuff like that, they're gonna do like Kowalski's confections or something. Get that going. What <laughs> dog? Yeah. Oh, you get the fancy schmancers. You're welcome. In the middle now. 
of your character of Jacob as a person, what do you think his greatest strengths and greatest weaknesses are? Yeah, I think he's like the bravest guy in the world, but he's also so practical. Like, I feel like, yeah, he doesn't, it's amazing that he lived through World War One. he still was able to maintain his sense of humor and, you know, and, and um, but uh, I think that his longing for things to be just normal for a second. <laughs> um, he just wants that, like, sit down, have a bakery, raise a family, and just live his life. They get it. <laughs> and, uh, and the crazy thing is, is that he falls in love with this woman, Queenie, who's an angel, and who is dragging him on this this adventure, you know, and so he's just like, I feel like he would, it would he would make it a lot, it would be a short story, but he would make it a lot easier on himself if he just let go and, and just went with the flow with her. They could marry her. You want to go? Come on down! It's gonna be like the price is right. Is that like like really hard to get down there? Oh wow. I'm making you work for it. Wow. Alright. There should just be like a comic book runner. You're right. Maybe I'll ask to start on the next question while I have my hand like this. What's your favorite voice impression you have done? My favorite voice impression? Oh, wow. That's a good one, man. You do impressions? Um, some. Oh, boy! <laughs> What's your favorite impression? That, that's pretty hard. Um, sometimes I like doing Harry Potter ones. Yes! I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. What Harry? Wait, you can't. You're nervous, is that? Yes, I'm very nervous. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite Harry Potter one that you do? Sorry, I meant like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter is the one that you do. Yeah. Ah, wonderful. <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I like doing Snape sometimes. I'm here. Hey, peace. 
Godzilla. I heard that was awesome. Like it's Godzilla and they did in uh, where? Here now. Um, hello. Um what, how do you feel you relate to your Walking Dead character? Ah Not at all. Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Um I really relate to him a lot because I feel like, in some fashion, that's how I would stay. It's that's how I would stay sane uh, during the apocalypse. Would be, you know, trying to get everyone to remember to be compassionate and remember things like music and and movies and art and just remind everybody that uh, you know that's what makes us human, man. And because. I feel like survival of the fittest is, um, you, you, you do better in, in packs. And uh, so I feel like very similar mindset as Luke, like that's how he gets by. He's a really nice guy, he's very helpful. <clears throat> Every once in a while he could kill a walker, <laughs> you know? But mostly he's there to, to help people remember joyful things. How old are you? Twelve. Twelve. Tickets. <laughs> All right. Oh my God, you just dropped something, pal. Oh, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yes. You got a porg attached to your head or something? What is that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I was really happy I got Kowalski. Like, I always said, like, when I first heard that I was, like, I didn't even, I heard that I was going in for an audition for a Harry Potter movie, and I was just like, what? <laughs> My mind did that. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just like, okay, I will, I will be a talking rock, you know? I will be the ugliest goblin that you have ever seen. And I just fart for a second. Like I would just be happy with that. I will sign. I will sign the contract. I will. How many people have used this today? <laughs> um, you know, I, I would like. I was like. And so I was so happy to, to like learn that Kowalski was felt like a blood relative. But you know, I was so happy. But who else would I want to play? I'd love to be a bad guy sometime. Um, I said that's so like not bad guy-ish. <laughs> I'd like to be a bad guy, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll wish on a star. <laughs> oh shit, wait. Wait, what was your name? Well, how wait, how old are you? Okay. Here you go. You gotta get your tickets. Ah. <laughs> nice. 
I should really get like a like a like a t-shirt gun or something. <laughs> nice. Here you go. Enjoy. Have fun. All right. Yeah. Who's next? You're 12? No, I'm 14. 14. Okay. <laughs> um, if you were a fantastic beast, which one do you think you would be? Oh. I'd be a Niffler. <laughs> no, I'd be a demigeist, because I'm a little psychic. Yeah. The whole Spider-Man thing, like I just knew. Like, it happens to me all the time. Definitely demigeist. De definitely, definitely a demigeist. <laughs> Enjoy. How about you? What would you be? I think I'd be that weird, like, cat thing with the big horns and, like, oh, the little bugs. I only had Oh, like the Zobo. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> I've been staying very hydrated. I didn't tell me I'd have to pee. <laughs> uh, did you get on that? <laughs> so, what were some of your favorite personal fandoms? Oh, yeah. Anything, anything that, um, that Harrison Ford does. <laughs> like my, whole, my whole childhood was like Indiana Jones and Solo. That's it. Very happy. Yeah. You too? Yeah, uh, Back to the Future, like, like I said, like seeing Chris Lloyd walking around. Holy crap! Uh, and um, what else do I like? I mean, I'm, you know, I like, I like, I like, the whole, I like Star Trek too. I'm, I'm an equal opportunity sci-fi individual. Uh, Khan? Oh my God! The Wrath of Khan! Come on! Love it. You were the extra echo. <laughs> uh, comic book. Here you are. Enjoy. I don't even know if I answered a question. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Who's in the middle? I am. Who's next? I'm over here. Oh, good. There you are. Most nerdy. Nerdy? Well, you said you were nerdy. Watch this. This is what I'm most, most nerdy about. And you guys can join in if you, if you want to. It's time for Animaniacs. I'm going to the max. So just sit back and relax. You laugh till you collapse. For Animaniacs. Come join the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dog. Just for fun, we run around the Warner movie lot. They knock us in the tower whenever we get caught. But we break this and they're not losing now, you know the vibe. Okay, I don't know how to break it down. That's all for them. Warner Brothers. You're such a huge influence on me. Such a huge influence. Like, I go to like the Warner Brothers, go to, go to work. And I look up at the water tower and I, I imagine that they're looking in there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my wife I sang with you. She's gonna lose her mind. Flip out. Yeah, lose her mind. It's awesome. Uh, comic book. 
Wait, how old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of sexy things. <laughs> hey, damn it! Wait, oh, I thought that was her. Damn <laughs> it, she's quick. I'll check it here eventually. Oh yeah. Come on down! You're the next contestant on the prices, Dan! He does? No way. Okay, I told you I'm psychic. Here. Ah, uh, she said she heard that. <laughs> Myself in face of the mic. Her, her dad, did you hear that? Her dad has a tattoo of the Animaniacs. What are the odds? Psychic. Kidneys. <laughs> I was gonna be super impressed if you sang the country song, but. I would like to know which of the fanboys you feel you most relate to. Fanboys? Yes. Hotch. We just threw that question away. Why? Wait, wait, what? Why? Why? They were just asking me to be me from when I was like a kid. They basically was like, like Hutch is me if I just kept on collecting Star Wars. And we're just like, well, shit, acting's not working out, so I'll just create a museum out of all my toys. Like that's it's like, yeah, that's that, yes, Hutch. Yeah. You want a comic book. I don't think I'm mature enough for a comic book. You're not? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm 33. I'm old. Oh. <laughs> and I'll give you the dirtiest, weirdest one. <laughs> Here you go. All right. Ah. Hell! Oh! I look amazing. I just noticed I was up there. <laughs> That's how focused I am on you guys. <laughs> Are people filing out or filing in? I don't even know what the hell's going on. They're like, oh, they're coming in for the next thing. Well, you're making me feel good. <laughs> What's up? Hi. Hi, I have a Walking Dead question. I love your character. I good. think he's real. Um, question about you. Did you have to learn any American Sign Language and or instruments for the show? Yeah, um, so I don't know how to play anything, but I sing, I know how to, like I've been in bands and stuff like that, and I've written music, but totally like, just write brains, you know, just pulling stuff out of the ether kind of stuff, like, I don't know how to read music or anything, and uh, I certainly have, I have so much ADD, I like, I tried to, sit in front of the piano as a kid, and like, the teacher was like, forget it, just you can't sit still. But, um, so, uh, on the show I get to learn. They'll give me like, I get to, I got to learn guitar, um, just like, just a couple chords, um, just for the episode. So it's cool, you know, you, you get to, you get to go on these shows and do things that you don't have, know how to do, like ride horses and stuff, and, um, what was it? Sign language, too? Sign language, so the other, yes. So yeah, we had to learn sign language too. Um, and uh, so I, mean, you know, I know the basics, I know the thank you and, and 
hello and, and say. And, um, uh, but my favorite is, is this one. It goes like this. And that is, you know what I just said? Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> The girl, Connie, you know, Lauren, she, she told me, that was the first thing she told me. I was like, I love this girl! <laughs> you want a comic book? All right. Here you go. All right. Enjoy. Hi. Over here in the middle. So I have a two-part question for you. Here we go. Aside from feeling like Kowalski was like a family member for you, what was your favorite part about playing him? And the second part is, what do you think he would love to have as a fantastic beast? Oh yeah. I think he, like I think he would really, he would like, um, oh wow. I feel like he'd really, he had like a, like a kind of a kinship with that Demi guys. Um, I feel like he'd like go to the track with the Demi guys. <laughs> you know? And then he would tell them the horses, you know, because <laughs> you know, the Demi guys can see to the future a little bit. Uh, and, uh, and then, but my favorite thing about playing Jacob was that I got to do my homages to like my favorite silent movie uh, actors like Buster Keaton and Chaplin and um, and uh, and even those black you know black and white movies like um, Laurel and Hardy like when you see Eddie and I together it's like it's like oh it's like Abbott and Costello or it's you know so it, there, there's this nostalgic thing that happens when you see the duo which I love to play I like the, like that scene with the Niffler. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that was my old homage to Abbott and Costello right there with the, the Niffler is, uh, in, the, in the jewelry district and we're covered in jewels and, you know, they went that way, officer. <laughs> like, come on, that's classic. That <laughs> was so fun to play that stuff. Um, did I answer your question? Yeah. Yes, you did. And now you get a comic book. Wait, how old are you? 23. Fine. <laughs> so we have time for one more question. Ah, oh, that's good because <laughs> I was about to do like an aliens impression with my bladder. Where is it? Where is it? And that is just Gallagher. <laughs> you don't want that. No one brought a tarp. Where the hell are we? <laughs> there you are. See, I get to, I used to do stand-up, so now I get to test my stuff out. You're welcome. Ah, the final question. Where are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> so, I came from a family of Beaker, as you said before, you also came from a family of Beaker. Do Did you, you want me to do an impression of Beaker from the Muppets? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. Because I'll do it. Do you yourself love? Oh, Baker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, do you yourself like to bake? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> one of the reasons I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, I know I do. I make brownies and... <laughs> <laughs> Rice Krispy Treats! <laughs> oh, they're making all sorts of stuff nowadays, aren't they? Right. Oh yeah. I had such a blast! Me too, thank you so much! Oh, that's a... yeah. oh. Bless you, Denver! You guys are awesome. It's time to go. So now I'll leave. I'll grab my bag. <laughs> and I'll pull out the thing. It's so nice. Thank you for reminding me of my water. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.